Amen. How many are, are part of a cause at all? <laughs> Don't ask Casey. How many causes are you a part of, Casey? <laughs> so, so, so I went to look for like a, a, a picture, and man, there's a bunch of causes, aren't there? <laughs> there's you Google cause, man, you're going to come up with a whole bunch of different things, and. Uh, you know, something about a cause is it motivates people, doesn't it? It takes people that weren't doing anything, and it empowers them to, to accomplish something, and whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. You know, I was, I was thinking about Hitler, you know, back in the Second World War. Um, it wasn't just all the military that he had. You know, um, he, he, he came up with all kinds of, what was I talking about? Oh, man, well, I was talking to somebody about a procedure um, and I was saying, man, you couldn't have done this 40 years ago. He said, it happened back uh, in the 30s. And, you know, he had a lot of stuff going on. But you know what made Hitler so powerful was he would create, he, would, he had these speeches. And he would get people pumped up. He turned, he turned what he was wanting to do into a cause that motivated, that, that got people moving to do what he wanted to do because it doesn't do any good to have a cause if there's nobody a part of it. You have to have people that are hooked up with it, right? And so, you know, we great example right now in the world, I think it's amazing that you can take the other side of the Iron Curtain that used to be, <laughs> Russia, and you can take a, now it's, it's, it's a relatively large country but you can take this smaller country that should be crushed right away and something happened. There was a cause that, was, that motivated people, that motivated the world. I mean, all over the United States, we, we're, we're flying these flags, you know, and, and we're, bringing over the, <laughs> we're bringing over their leader to, to speak. Why? Because if, it doesn't matter how small you are, if your cause is a good cause, if your cause is a good cause, it will cause, it will cause. And this is what I want to look at today because you have a noun cause and then you have a verb cause. And getting the connection there is, is very critical to get where we need to go, right? And so this, this will relate, this will relate to, to where we are with God. God has a cause today. And so many times it, it's we he 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 we gotta get motivated beyond just us. There's something bigger we're a part of today. Man, when Buddy was speaking today, I'm thinking, you know what? This is exciting. Well, you know, we, we, there's every pew isn't full here today, but we're a part of something big. God is doing something in the world today that's huge. But to be a part of it, there has to be a connection with that. We have, to be, we have to get out of him just having a cause to being connected to that cause. Amen? All right. Well, let's look here. Uh, get this going here. <laughs> so let's look at just what the word cause means. And, and so I've got, a, I've got a couple phrases here I want to look at. So I want to connect... The noun to the verb, and a cause is connect is uh, first of all the noun is is a reason or a greater purpose for a course of action. So 
it, it's, it's something we've been given that we're going to accomplish, right? Um, why, is, Ryan, is David back there? Yeah. All right. Why don't you help me with that? And then the verb is, is an activated power and resources to fulfill a reason. You know, in, let's, we could call a, a cause a reason. You know, something big in motivational things right now was what is your why? Anybody familiar with that? <laughs> if you've been a part of a sales training team or something, what is your why? And, and, and we, could, we could say, well, what is your cause? What's bigger than just you? What are you connected with that's beyond just you? And it's very critical if you're going to get free of just you to be a part of something bigger. Amen? Uh, you know, we got it going on. We got the, any, anybody into March Madness right now? It's, okay. I'll just, I'll just give you a little window into it, just enough. You don't need to know everything about it. But, but it's really been interesting this year because we got, you got some big, giant teams that were supposed to win everything. And you got these little teams that have come up, I mean, consistently. The underdogs have been winning. And I'm thinking, how does this happen? It's because it's not just about winning. A coach doesn't make it just about winning. He turns it into something else. He says, we're going to do it for, these, for this person. We're going to do it for, we're going to turn it into a cause. Because if you can get beyond it just being a win and turn it into a cause, wow, you're going to move people where they wouldn't have gone before. Right? Oh, God does this big time. But here's what happens whenever you get people to hook up with that. They have to leave where they were to hook up with, with, with that. They gotta, they gotta leave a, a, an inferiority complex. They gotta, they gotta leave being too impressed by that other thing and say, no, I'm hooking up with something that's big here. And we can beat them. I mean, it just happened, was, was it yesterday? It happened again, right? We hope it doesn't happen to Texas today, right? <laughs> Texas is the, is the highest ranked team that's still in it right now, all right? <laughs> so anyway, um, so let's look at what a God cause is because what is he moving about? We'll, we'll get to this a little bit more, but each one of us are so very precious. But God says, don't let this just be about you. How precious you are and how much God wants to do something in your life. Our greatest value is not just what's working in us. It's what we hook up together with. Amen? You can take people. Uh, you can take people in a battle that will lay down their life. They'll sacrifice their life for a cause if they believe in it. What's been interesting is that some of the Russian soldiers are just giving up because they don't really have a cause. And so they're, they're, just, they're, the, they're the greater force, but they give in because they don't really have that force or that, that cause. You know what? We have the best tools. We have life that's abundant, that's eternal, but we have to live in it, don't we? We have to move it. We have to be convinced that there's a bigger reason for us. Amen? So what is God's cause? Eternal life for all. Presentation of self for the salvation of many. Now, this is what happens in a cause. You think, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give myself up to something bigger. 
I'm going to lose my identity to something bigger. Okay? And then a God cause is carried out by his servants. So as great as God is, we can pray all day that God's going to do something. But until he motivates us, it's not going to get done. Because every movement requires servants to it. There's going to have to be a servant. And, and man, we'll see the connection to this. Because Jesus said, I didn't come to be served. I came to serve. And the greatest in the kingdom is going to be who? A servant. Why? Because what a servant is doing is they're laying down their own cause to be a part of something bigger. And you, as great as God's cause is in the earth today, it's going to take us getting hooked up with that. Okay? So got a couple statements here. A servant lays down their own cause for the one served. And the greater the cause, the greater the sacrifice. But also, the greater the reward. You know, my heart goes out to all these guys that have, have battled, you know, World War II. I mean, just hundreds of thousands of, of young men gave their lives. And there was a reward for that. It, you know, it's... it's they, they willingly gave up their, their lives for this cause to defend us, to defend freedom, you know. <laughs> but what was the reward? It, it's, it's huge. We get, we're living it right now as a result of that. But what if they had not done that? What if they said, we're just staying home? <laughs> so the greater the cause, though, the greater the thing that you're going to do, there's going to be, a, a, there's gonna be a, a possibility. And I like to look at it this way. There's an opportunity for greater sacrifice. You don't get a cause accomplished without great sacrifice for it. Okay? We'll see this. So let's, let's look at, at, at David as an example here. Okay? 1 Samuel 17, 26. And remember what David was. He was a, he was a shepherd, right? And... Um, think, man, shepherds got it easy. They just hang out on the hills all day and they get to pet the sheep, you know. And <laughs> it's probably a lot of work. But what happened to David when he was out there with his sheep? A lion came, right? So what was David doing out there with the sheep? He had a cause, didn't he? He was, go he was there to take care of the sheep for his father. And what was challenging that cause? A lion. For the cause to be completed, what did it require of David? It required him. Now, this is, this is really kind of cool because this wasn't some like, this wasn't accomplishing some great thing that you could say, well, it's for the nation of Israel or something. No. But he knew who he was. He knew who his God was. And he knew that he was in a position to do something about this cause that he, he was taking care of at this moment. And so instead of just saying, run away, run away, he went and killed that lion with his hands. He's a boy. And you know what, what, he, what he demonstrated to himself was there's something I can do when there's a cause that's big and God's in me. Amen? Did it again with the bear, right? He's all alone. Doesn't have an audience. Doesn't, nobody's cheering him on. But... Him and his God are having something here. They're learning. He's learning that there's a cause that he's about. He's a little boy. He doesn't look like much. He might be cute. But he's, he's not big. He's not, 
In himself, he's nothing, but he is part of something that's huge. He gets this in his heart. And so that when he comes up to, he goes to take the, the lunches to his brothers, and they're out there, and they're all afraid of this giant, right? He said, what's going on here? What's going on? This guy, he's not even right before God. He hasn't even had the cut taken, you know? It's like... He's uncircumcised. He doesn't even qualify to, to be considered an enemy to us. He said, what's, what's going on here? And they said, well, what's going to happen? Why are we all sitting on the sidelines? That guy's out there all by himself. He said, there's a, there's a reward for this. You won't pay taxes. You get the, the king's daughter. You get all these things, blessings that will come to you. And, and, and his brother's... All these other guys got annoyed by him. Why? Because they were stuck in their own image of themselves. They didn't see. They didn't have this conviction of how great God was. What they were part of. They didn't. And here's how it is. You know, I was thinking about this. I'm, I was thinking about this when I was going to share this today. There's an opportunity for each one of us today to get hooked up with something bigger than where we're at. But most of us won't. Most of us won't here. Here's David. He's the, he's the only one in the army. There's a big giant out there. Everybody else is afraid to go out there, right? They're not going to go out there and get him. Why? Because they're not seeing a greater cause. They think he's just being annoying. Well, he probably was annoying, but, but they just think that he's, you know, being prideful and go back to the sheep. That's what he's being told. <clears throat> Let me read this. Then David spoke to the man who stood by him, saying, What shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should... He sees it differently. He sees that this isn't just a, a, an enemy that's defying us. He's defying God. God wants to take us where we're at in our life, in our world right now. There's stuff going on in the world right now. We don't need to just sit back and say, man, let's just pray that that goes away. No, it's a cause. There's a cause for God in the world today. And, and you know what? It's, it's taking place already. It's, it's something big that's taking place. Amen? But what's been happening in all this woke stuff and all, all this nonsense? I mean, it's, it's blatantly nonsensical doesn't even make common sense you know i was i, I had the scripture you know <laughs> for this cause what did god do he created man and woman for this cause he had a big cause in how he designed us and it was for us to come together and and to be joined together and create a family right and all this nonsense that's going on right now is a direct defiance God. And there's a place for us to take in the middle of this. We have a cause. God is the true God right now. Amen. But we're going to have to, we're going to have to get a conviction of that. And when we hear a report, we don't just get depressed. But we say, what is this? <laughs> you know, there's people in the world already doing this. Hayden sent me a couple of things. It's like, <laughs> 
You might not want to hear how they're talking about it, but, but they're, and you know what? Our young people in the world are seeing this too. They're sick and tired of, of, of being fed a bunch of junk that's just lies. But who are we as the church? There's a bigger cause that we're about. We're, it's the cause of righteousness. It's the cause of the glory of God. Amen? That we must rise up against. And so David has this. And where did he get it from? He got it from his, his worshiping God, getting a big view of God. Man, I love that song we sang today, Glory and Majesty. What are we doing when we're doing that? We're magnifying how great our God is. So that when we see some, <laughs> some small devil rising up, we're not impressed by it. We say, oh, we have a greater cause than that. We're accomplishing something that's for God's glory. Amen? All right. So, and then you go down a little bit further here. <laughs> And remember what happened. They, they, they heard him saying this stuff. And they, they said, what are you talking about? And, and King Saul heard this. So King Saul brought him, right? And he tried to put uh, armor on him. And it wouldn't fit. You know, it was dragging on the ground. <laughs> he says, I don't need that. I have God. Yeah. Right? And he says this. Um, in the 32nd verse there, he says, David said to Saul, I love this. This is a little boy talking. Let no man's heart fail because of him. Don't you like that? This is what God is, the cause of God today is in need of David's. Either we're going to be the ones that are just sitting back and being critical of somebody else that is doing something, or we're going to rise up and say, don't let anybody be afraid. I'm here. And when I show up, a big cause shows up. <laughs> Amen? Don't let your heart fail because of him. Your, and I love the word, your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. Now, I know he's speaking to the king right there, but he has an attitude that what he's about right now is service. It's not about him. It's about the one he's going to serve. He goes out on the battlefield. It's not him. He's just serving. He's just being a servant. And, and we started off this. What is a cause? It requires servants, doesn't it? It's, you don't have a cause without servants. It's amazing. The only servant God had on that day was David. <laughs> and God just needs one. But here's what happens when you get one servant that will respond to the greatness of God and say, no, I'm not putting up with this. And I'm, not only am I not putting up with it, I'm the one that's going to go out there and do something about it. Here's what happens with this. What happened when, when David defeated Goliath? The whole army got to be a part of the victory. What God wants from each one of us is not for us to get glory, for it to be about us. For, but we're just serving the greatness of our God. And what it will do is it will, it will equip somebody else to be able to behold God's glory. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. And, and, and what, you know, I, I love, Pastor Kim and I have been talking about this. I love serving here at this church because I get to just serve the Lord. It's not about me preaching. It's not about me singing. It's about serving a purpose that is God's. Amen? And he wants that for all of us. But there needs to be this broadening 
of what we're about, our why, our reason. Why are we living? What are we about? What am I thinking about every day? What am I motivated towards? Am I even getting in the game? Amen? All right, let's go to 1 Kings. So here's David's son, and David's talking. He's, man, he, he, he I mean, Solomon's talking now. Solomon's praying. And, and I, love, I love his words here. Let me, uh, this is 1 Kings eight fifty nine. May these words of mine, with which I have made supplication before the Lord. Excuse me, I'm using the King James just because it has some words in here I like, okay? <laughs> so the, we'll, we'll, we'll get through the King's English here. Be near the Lord our God day and night that he may maintain, that he may maintain. Now, here's what happens, and this is where I want to connect the noun of a cause to the verb of a cause. Because when you identify, you take up and you say, this is my cause, this is what I'm a part of, now you're being empowered. There's going to be a power that God hooks up, and he will cause he will verb cause. He will take your commitment to his cause, noun, and he will add his cause, verb, to enable you to it. And this is what David experienced, wasn't it? He went out there. He's just a little boy. He ain't doing it on his own. But he started magnifying, declaring the cause that he was about. And what did it do? It activated God causing him to succeed. And so Solomon's saying that. He said, he will maintain our cause. Wouldn't it be nice to have God maintaining what you're about? Yes. <laughs> if he would direct ourselves, if, if he would be to the motivation that we're actually leaning to, what am I choosing for my life? He said, I'd like to be considered here a little bit. <laughs> All right, I'll say something about that in just a second. <clears throat> Let me finish this. That he may maintain the cause of his servant and the cause of his people, Israel, as each day may require. So every day is in need of a different consideration, right? Praise God for that. I need something new and fresh every day. That all the peoples of the, and, and this, this is the cause here. That all the peoples of the earth may know that the Lord is God. Wouldn't you like it today if the whole world knew that God is God? <laughs> and give up on all this stuff, right? And there is no other. Let your heart, therefore, be loyal to the Lord, our God, to walk in his statutes and keep his commandments as at, as at this day. So there's a part that we have to play in that, though, right? We have to be, he has to actually be our God. <laughs> we have to be going towards him. And we have to be, you know, I, this is what I was thinking about. You know, I, I grew up in a time... Uh, when we had a lot of missionaries come in. Now, my, my brother is a missionary now, but he travels around. They've, they've, they've kind of adjusted how they do things now. Um, they go in now into parts of the world that have never had the gospel at all, and they'll raise up indigenous people to do all the sharing. And they found it's much more effective, right? And, and, and this is not bad what happened before, but there's um, there were... Thousands of missionaries that went out from America back in the 30s. And uh, this book I've referred to, I started reading. I, it came up on my, uh, on my Audible app. It's uh, Before We Kill and Eat You. 
I think is the name of it. Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Henry, uh, what's his name? Um, He's a missionary that went to West Africa um, back in the 30s. And I'm reading this. It's just his test. I mean, they raised people from the dead. They, you know, amazing things, demonstrations of God had happened. But the numbers that they gave of young people in their early 20s that died of malaria, of all kinds of, you know, things that, and they, they went there to give their lives. They were motivated. I'm thinking, what kind of motivation will take somebody? And I don't really believe that they, they died in vain. I believe that God, God saw that and he's, you know, that he, he's accomplishing something else. But I'm thinking, what kind of, what kind of cause did they take? They cared about people. They cared about these people that didn't know the Lord. And they would go there and spend this one chief, I mean, this cannibal chief. He, he said, uh, you know, they, they tried to, to tell him about, remember where Elijah had the fire come down and, and, and burn up the offering. And then the other, um, you know, the prophets of Baal uh, believed because of that. And he said, he, he gave that, he, he's telling the story to this chief. And the chief says, well, we've been believed in these other things for all these years. We still haven't seen your God do anything. And it could have put him back. And he said, oh. And it took a, took a little bit of time. But God started raising people from the dead. And this whole tribe was turned around because of this guy being there. But you're thinking, what if he hadn't have responded to this? What if he had been afraid because of other people losing their lives? You just think of how, how much sacrifice it took for, for people to just know about the Lord. God has a cause. What kind of sacrifice is it going to take for us to just open up our mouths and talk to somebody? You know? To step beyond our, our comfort level. And, and Because there's a cause. That's, it's bigger than me just not being defeated. You know? Or, or becoming successful myself. It's much bigger than that. In fact, I got to be willing to lay that down. Not that we have to. But where there is a cause there's going to be sacrifice there will be sacrifice of some kind there will be a laying down in fact we don't find life until we lose it amen and the grace of the kingdom is not going to be the one that's the most successful it's going to be the one that is serving the most amen what is what are we serving we're serving a cause <laughs> amen so what's that Henry Garlock, yeah, I think his daughter wrote the book. It, uh, read it, man. It's, it's really amazing. Um, it's not not easy to forget the name, right? Before we kill and eat you. Um, so uh, let's look at John twelve twenty seven. So I mean, there's there's a bunch of examples of this. Abraham. For him to be a part of God's cause. Aren't you glad we have a father Abraham and many sons? I am one of them. So are you. Let's praise the Lord. How did that happen? Because he was willing to let go of, of what was secure and go where God was telling him to go. Yes. <laughs> God's saying, you, you look up at the stars. You look down at the sand. That's going to be your identity. 
You're not going to see anybody at all for a while. But I need you to be the servant of my cause. And he had to lay down what he was going. Right? Moses, he had it made. He, he, he had run away to the wilderness. He was taking care of animals. You know, I'm just going to do this the rest of my life. And God shows up. He's pretty much convinced that he could never speak without stuttering his way into, you know, shame. <laughs> but God shows up. Says, I'm going to need you to let go of what feels comfortable to you. You're going to have to come be a part of a cause. I'm going to deliver a whole nation. And he was... He didn't get fired up about that. He said, oh, yeah, I get to deliver a nation. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> no. He said, no, please don't choose me. Please, please. <laughs> and I, I think God, a lot of times, we don't, we don't see ourselves as being some, a part of something bigger. And God said, let, let me just put a little bit of David in you. Or you'll believe in what I, I want to do in you. Amen. Jesus big t is, is, such a, is such an example of this. He came and laid his life down. And I, it, it can almost sound like a cliche if we, if we don't realize it. He was doing to, to show us how to do this. To lay his life down for a bigger cause. And, and let's look at John 12, uh, 12 27. So he had his, he had his uh, garden moment, right? And his garden moment was deciding that he's going to sacrifice his own life that he had, man, he'd spent his whole life being perfect. Now he's going to go let go of that for a greater cause. And he says it that way. Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from, from this hour, but for this purpose, and a purpose is a cause, isn't it? But for this purpose, I came to this hour. We'll see this, that a garden experience has a timeline on it. Da, 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 da. What are you going to decide, right? Are you going to decide to go with the big cause or recede back into comfort? Jesus, man, he sweat drops of blood. He said, I can't, I, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this, but I'm going to lay myself down. For the, because it's this is the reason I'm here. This is the reason I've come to this point is so that I can fulfill something bigger than me. Amen? Okay, let's go down to John 18. He says this again. Remember Pilate? Pilate is addressing him. Pilate says, uh, therefore said to him, are you a king then? Jesus answered, you say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born. And for this cause I have come into the world, that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. He said, it was for this that I came. God, is, God has a this that we came for. And how critical it is for us to... To be able to see that, first of all, that's why we're talking about it here this morning. It's very important to, to understand that there's something bigger for my life yes. in order for us to look over at the burning bush and see that maybe there's something there for us. Yes. Amen? Yes. And this is my prayer for us 
this morning that the Holy Spirit will begin to nurture that desire to see. Amen? We all come from a different background, but everything about us up to this point is preparing us for the moment we're in right now, that we can have an opportunity to say, there's something bigger for me here, and it's going to require something of me. Amen? All right. So, God will keep what is committed to him for his purpose. So here's what happens. Is when you when you submit what what happened to Jesus when he he committed to that cause he was empowered to fulfill it. Now it's it's really going to be fun to go back and actually see this whole process of what he went through because it says, but for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. Here's what happens when you commit to a cause that's bigger than you: your vision changes. No longer are you looking at the sacrifice that you're leaving. You're looking at the joy that's before you. And it becomes something that now you're empowered to fulfill that very cause that you're sacrificing for. When you're doing it unto the Lord, now there's a joy, there's a strength that empowers you to go forward with confidence, with strength, with wisdom, with understanding, with resources. Amen? God will keep. That means he's going to take care of it. When you commit to him, when you say, this is me, God. I don't know what you want from me exactly, but here I am. I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I'm not going to hold anything back. My life is going to be meaningless unless I do this. He said, okay, now we're going to take care of that. And this is a very real part of this. We've got to trust him with it. When we're going to sacrifice something in our life unto him... We're going to have to say, God, release it unto him. Release the care of it unto him. For this reason, I also, and when we see reason, when you see purpose, it's a cause. It's a why. For this reason, I also suffer these things. So what happened to Paul? Man, he's the one that got the revelation of what happened with Jesus, isn't he? All these other, all these other disciples are saying, well, man, he's saying stuff we don't quite understand. And, and you would think he would be rewarded with, you know, at least put him out to pasture with everything he needs, you know, and he could just kind of die peacefully. But for Paul to fulfill his cause, it required him giving up his freedom intentionally. Your word. It wasn't mine. I just pulled it out. It required him submitting himself to something that his flesh would not have chosen. But without submitting himself to that, we wouldn't have the word like we have it today. We wouldn't have the revelation like we have it today. He would have been running around, riding camels, making tents, doing all this kind of stuff. Instead of sitting down saying, I don't have anything else to do but write some letters. So I'm going to write some letters. Well, maybe not. He might have gotten them done anyway. But... but he said, there's a purpose for what I'm going through right now. I'm in change right now. I'm suffering. This is, this is very real suffering. But I see it as for a cause because I obeyed. I chose this. He was warned of this several times. He said, you're going you're to be put in change. You're gonna, it's not going to be good for you. And he said, I'm compelled. I'm here for this time. How could I miss it? For this reason, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, 
I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed. And I'm persuaded that he is able to keep that I have committed to him until that day. He said, there's a moment when it's not going to be good. But I'm telling you what, the reward of a bigger cause is so much better than holding back and saying, I'm not going to do it. The sacrifice. Aren't you glad Jesus? Amen. What would have happened if he hadn't? What would have happened if David hadn't have done it? It, it wasn't just that day he was, that was being determined. It was the whole trajectory of his life. If he hadn't stepped forward in that moment, there's an opportunity that we have that God's wanting to call us to. That either we're going to say, there's a bigger cause. God, help us in this. Help us to see that there's a part of me that I'm going to have to let go of to be a part of a bigger cause. And every time I do, God's going to take something and make it happen in me. He's going to turn me into a giant killer. How many of you want to be a giant killer? Well, I don't really want to get around a giant. (laughs) But maybe you were called for this time. There's some kind of giant you're going to need to defeat. Amen? And and God said, make make your life a part of something that's huge. You're a part of a huge army. God's accomplishing something right now. Amen? All right, let's look at Esther. Isn't this a good one to go to next, right? A cause has a window. For Jesus, it was in the garden. You can't just put it off. This is one of the, so there's there's gonna always be enemies of a cause, right? There's going to be discouragement. There's going to be things that we've experienced in the the past that we want to keep looking back to. We want to keep looking at what we're going to have to let go of. And we don't realize that we we got to make a choice. Procrastination is just like not doing it. Right? We have to make this choice. So remember, Esther, I won't do the whole story. She was, she was one of the, the wives of the king, and she was a, a, a Jewess that um, was being threatened. Her whole people were going to be slaughtered if she didn't go in before the king. And the king would have the option to either deny her and she would be punished for that or to accept her. And so she says, I'm going to do this. She got herself ready. She went before the king. And... <clears throat> So she's being told this. If you'll keep quiet at a time like this, deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise from some other place. But you and your relatives will die. Who knows that perhaps you were made queen for just such a time as this. You know, we, what the enemy wants to do, what we want to do is to, to diminish our role. To say, I, how many diminished roles have been kept from being a part of God's cause throughout the years. Amen? Maybe Eliab was supposed to go out there and kill the giant. That's David's brother. Any one of his brothers could have done it too, right? Who gets to be a part of this? The one that says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that defies my God? I'm going to do something, and it's going to happen right now. I can't wait till tomorrow. I have to do it right now. 
maybe the cause of God requires me. This isn't arrogance. This is honor. This is service. This, you, you know, a servant doesn't say, I'd like to serve you in these kind of ways right here. I'd like to serve you with, uh, <laughs> you know, going and picking up your Rolls Royce. I would like to. The servant says, what do you need? I'm here for that. No matter what it is. And I'm going to serve what that is. God's calling us to do little things. In fact, you know what the servant, how the servant gets to the bigger things is he does the little things. Amen? There, there's a service of God today that's going to require sacrifice for all of us. And, and much of the time, it is just serving his presence with honor. You know, I find this a lot of times. I'll set aside some time just to honor God with, with my presence. I, I come in and I say, here God I am. I don't know what you want to do with me, but I'm here. And immediately I start thinking of other stuff I need to do or I would like to do. Or, you know, there's a game on or something, you know. And that, does, that sounds like, well, that's just funny. But, but you know what? There's going to need some flesh being sacrificed. If I'm, if I'm just going to serve him in that way. What I find is every time I do that, I actually have an encounter with God. He imparts stuff to me. You might not think it's special, but it's, it's special to me. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> right? But until you go through those moments, that's what David was doing in the, in the pasture. He wasn't just saying, hey, I'm just a shepherd boy going to sleep in the pasture. He's worshiping God. He's, he's having, taking the opportunity to, to experience his God and honor his God and, and to get used to knowing that that God is faithful all the time. Even when he, he fails himself, God's going to be faithful to him. Right? And God wants to develop that servant attitude. God, I'm going I'm to be available. If there's something, I'm going to be faithful. You can see I'm going to be the one that shows up. You know, I, I just wrote this song. There, there, there's, there's a scripture that talks about um, many in the last time are going to say, Lord, Lord, we, serve, we served you. We, we cast out demons. We did all these things in your name. And he's going to say, what? Depart from me. You worker of iniquity. Stuff that we thought was for him. He says, because I never knew you. How does God know us? By us showing up in his face all the time. And God, I'm here for you. I'm not here for you. It's not, it's kind of like that, that phrase, you know, that is familiar. You can come into a room and you can say, uh, here I am. Or you can come into the room and say, there you are. Now, I know I just said that I do that with God. I say, here I am. But, but, but what really what I'm saying is, there you are. And I'm here for you. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. But a lot of times what we do with God, we want to come in and say, you're here to serve me. Yeah. You know? What's God going to... I mean, so many times in, 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 in services, I'm so how many want to get something from God today? <laughs> well, yeah, I do, but... Maybe he wants something from me. Maybe I need to have Jesus' attitude. I didn't come to be served. God, what do you want me to do? Amen? That's getting part of a cause. 
There is no cause in what God can do for me. That has a dead end. You know what I mean? And I'm so grateful for the blessing of that. But man, there is no end to what a greater cause is that I can hook up with. Amen? Where there's a reason, there's an effective answer to why. So you know what we, we really should do is just have everybody write down your why. What is your life about? We should be able to write something, shouldn't we? We should be able to go on a little bit about it, about how much God is. You know, we did this with the men's the other night. It's just say something about God, how, how good he is to you. You know, to me, it's amazing. If it, you have to, a lot of times we have to kind of think a little bit. But how amazing it is if you can just take some time and just start saying something about God, how great he is. How it changes your whole perspective. Amen. How it would change. Are we going to be a part of a cause that we can't even say anything about? Right? If, if this is such a great cause, we should be able to say how much we're motivated by it. I'll tell you what. You can, you can get in touch with any of these social media groups that are part of all this nonsense. And they can give you an earful. Why? Because a cause has a voice. A cause has a testimony. A cause has a conviction. The Nazis had to have Hitler. Without his voice, there was nothing. It required a cause. Does God have our voice? All right. So... It kind of sounds like there's a lot on us, and there is. We have to choose this. Amen? We have to choose this. But here's the wonderful thing about it. God is here to empower us when we do. And this is what I want here for this morning. God, we want to say, here we are, God. We, we want to be a part of your cause. We recognize this right now, but there, 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 there does require this openness of our heart that we say, God, I'm yielding to you right now. With every yielding to him, there's an equipping from him. There's going from his cause to him causing. Amen? He wants to cause, he wants to equip us in his cause. <laughs> All right. Cause, cause, cause. Reason, reason, reason. Purpose, purpose, purpose. All right. Praise the Lord. And. Aren't you grateful that he, he, he understands how we're made? He, he understands our weaknesses. He, he understands that as great as this is, that we just can't go and do it on our own. But here's what happens with, with, with the, just talking about it right now. Is anybody seeing some things, some possibilities for your life, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and each one of us, it's, we, we can't take on somebody else's. JT can't take on my my part of the greater cause but I'll tell you what I can't take on his either we have to we have to get hooked up with it the more we spend that time this is why it's so important to serve the presence of God because when you serve the presence of God he will equip you with where you're supposed to be you're not going to find it by just saying huh what have I always wanted to do right. yeah. you know 
But the more you spend those time, those moments with him, crucifying your flesh, saying, no, I'm going to sacrifice what I like to do just to have some moments with God, just to serve him. Serve him with my attention. Serve him with some praise. Serve him with some adoration. You don't need music. You just talk to him. Serve him with laying down what I'm frustrated about in life. David talked about his enemies. He said, the enemies are coming up against me, but what am I going to do? One thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go talk to God. Right? What's that? Yeah. Yeah. He said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust in God. Okay. Um, so Philippians 2.13 Wait a second, I didn't read that other one, did I? 1 Peter 3.15. Let me read that real quick. But sanctify the, the Lord God in your hearts and always be ready to give a defense. Now, this is this translation. Another one says to give a reason. Why? Why? Are we really Christians? Are we really new creations in Christ? And now what is our life about? What is that? Amen? Always be ready to give a defense to anyone or everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Don't you like that? Yeah. It's like, well, God called me to this. No, I get to serve him in this. Amen? I'm just a little boy, but boy, you better watch those giants come down because God's in me, and I'm, I'm a part of a bigger cause. Yes. It's great. Yes. Amen? Right. So it's not on us. This is what I was talking about, Philippians 2.13. For God is at work. Don't you like this? Yes. Don't you, don't, we, we sing a song about this, and sometimes we can, it can kind of be a cop-out. God's working whether I do anything or not. It's not really about that, you know. But I'm grateful that I can have confidence that God is like, he's, he's like somebody hovering over me right now. He's, he's ready to, and his life is already there, to draw out what he's already put in and for it to be active for his glory. God is at work within you, helping you to want to obey him. How many that's a problem for you ever? <laughs> Just being real, right? Got to work on our want. But then as soon as the want, he helps us with the want. He helps us with the desire. But please, let, let's say, you know, you were talking about somebody that's not going to do anything with this today. That's not going to be me. I'm going to be the one that's going to do something with it today. Right. Amen? Right. First of all, I'm just going to want. You start off with the want. Some of these causes I'm never going to be a part of because I want nothing to do with them. Right? But God is, is, he already has something that's going on. He says, but you just need to want it. I'm even going to help you with that if you just come to me. But when you come to me, be ready to have your wonder changed. Even ask for it, God. Help me to want this. Help me to want your working in me. Help me to want the fulfillment of something bigger than just me. I want your cause. I want your reason. 
I want to be able to go on and on about it. And then helping you to do what he wants. That's the David side, right? He'll show you how to kill a giant with a stone. He'll show you how to do something that you just can't do on your own. Why? Because he'll take you getting part of his cause and he'll cause you to do it. Oh, isn't that wonderful? You know, there's a, there's a scripture that talks about um, the breath of God like a, like a flood coming across the earth, right? It's like, don't, don't you just want God to just, whew, you're being carried along by the, by the torrent of, of God's breath, his, his life? That, that's what happens when we get hooked up with his cause and let go of these things that would be distracting us. They're very real, and that's why God wants his anointing comes to break the yokes that are on us from those things. But it's not just so that we can be free and be open to be bound again, but to be freed up for a cause. I'll tell you what, the greatest reward we will have in life is not just getting free from something, but to get propelled into something that's a God thing. Amen? All right. I've got one more here. Philippians 3.14. Paul is so amazing in, in, in his understanding and his humility of what he has. He has such a revelation of what took place that, that God pursued us. We were his cause. I was thinking about this. I'm a representation of God's fulfilled cause. Me. You're looking at God's fulfilled cause. I'm the reward. I'm the prize. <laughs> Amen? Good. Yes. Right. But here's the thing about it. I'm the prize. I've been taken hold of. I'm part of his triumphant processional. But now i got to reach back and take hold of what's been taken hold of me. Yeah. Amen? Right. <laughs> it's not enough for me just to be the prize. Now he's going to have to be my prize. Because together we become a cause. I press on. So he's talking about this. He says, uh, I, don't look, I don't look to the, what I've already done like it's anything. I let go of it. And, what, and I believe he's talking about other things in his life too. So I let go of those things so that I can press towards what God has for me. Oh, there's a need for us today. To be able to say, I'm going to press towards what God has already taken hold of in me. It's a goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. So I'm going to press towards that. God's desiring that for us today. Amen. He has 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 something big that he wants us to be a part of. We have to break break loose from the, the confines of I can't or I'm too little or I'm this or I'm that. And say, God... I'm going to start looking through your eyes at me. I'm part of a cause. And who is this that's gotten up in front of me? We're just going to show him just like like he's already done in my life. You know, uh, here's part of this. What, what, What David was so good at doing was recognizing God's involvement in his life already. And letting that be something that, that encouraged him in where God was taking him. 
Man, how many have been blessed by God in your life already? Isn't it wonderful? And when we're approaching this, this, this God approach, it needs to be a part of our repertoire. It needs to be a part of our why. It needs to be a part of our reason. The reason why God's gonna do, God, God's gonna use me in his cause is because he already has. Look what he's already done. He's already invested in me so much. And some of these things we can say by faith. Some things, some things that we're still believing for, we still lay hold of them like they're ours right now. Amen? And it's, and it's because God has done this for me in Christ, that means I'm part of something big. And I'm not, just because it doesn't happen today doesn't mean I'm not a part of it. I'm hooking up with it today. It's real for me today. Amen? Father, we thank you for this today. I encourage you guys, um, you can go back and those, these notes are in that app. There's, there's, some, there's a prayer in there. There's an overview. And then there's some declarations you can make. Uh, please let this be something that, that we are nurturing what God is giving us in this. He really has a purpose for our life that's huge that we need to go towards. Father, we thank you for this today. We thank you for um, that, that, that we're here hearing from your heart today about something that is so much bigger. <clears throat> Lord, from... From this understanding that you've given us, I thank you that there's questions that can begin to arise. <laughs> kind of like David showing up when everybody's impressed by a giant, he begins to ask questions. Wonderful questions that pull back the, the, the veil from what's real. Say, why would we be impressed by somebody that's not even part of our cause? Lord, rise up inside of us this, this skepticism for all of the things that would come against us. Rise up inside of us this realization that on this, in this brief time that we get on this earth, you have brought us here for just this time. God, how many times have we, have we passed up an opportunity like that? How many times is, have you you've invested everything in us and, and we were so caught up in, in just our own difficulties and our own shame and our own junk, God, that that, that opportunity went right past us. The, the, the window of time was not, uh, not met. And Father God, we thank you that today your mercies are so great. You don't hold these things against us. But every day, God, that there is an opportunity to hook up with the time window of your cause that will project us forward. Father, I'm thankful. We're thankful today that, that Abraham chose a cause bigger than himself what it's done for us today. Lord, we're thankful that Moses did the same. Lord, we're, we're, we're thankful, God, that, that Jesus <laughs> took up a cause that was bigger than his human body on this earth. That how many lives were dependent upon their choice? That a whole nation was saved because Esther said, no, there's something bigger than just me. 
I've been brought here for this time, for this, for this cause I've been brought here. To lay down what I'm concerned about for myself. To make a way for somebody else to encounter the glory of God. Thank you for it, Father. Lord, we receive this correction in us, God. Take us, make, cause it to be something that, that, that draws us into greater communion with you. God, you are the source of our motivation. You are the source of our direction. You are the source of, of what choice we're going to make, God, that, that's, that's going to cause us to be a part of your cause. Lord, we thank you. We're thankful, God, that you you don't require us to accomplish it, but you just require us to choose it. And so, Lord, we ask that today, and I and I ask it for everybody in this place. And I know there's there's several here that it, this is a critical opportunity for them today to make you. Lord, in a very critical way. Some may have not even been living like you were their Lord. And Father, I pray that there would be a conviction in their heart today that would cause them to say, Lord, I want to choose you right now. God, I, I, I repent. I repent of, of intentionally walking away from you. But Lord, I pray that there would be Restoration in their heart right now, that they would they would find you with your arms wide open, receiving them, Lord God. You're not condemning anybody. Lord, I pray that there would be a, a newness of their experience in you, a refreshing. But Father, I pray that there would be a path and a, and a and an experience in your presence that would would cause your cause to rise up inside of them. That the reason for their living would be expanded. <laughs> empowered as it's expanded. That God empowered expansion of their purpose for their life, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we give you thanks for this time today. We just... Uh, Submit to you and your purpose for our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anybody here this morning, you'd like for us to just lay hands on you. For there to be a reception of this correction in your life. For there to be a taking on of a purpose that's so much greater. You'd like to have a moment in the presence of God. In the face of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you'd like that, you can just come forward. We can pray with you. If you'd like, you can just come kneel. But let's don't let this opportunity pass us by. To make a choice for a cause that is a God cause. That the world can know the glory of God. Because I've chosen this day. I've chosen his cause for me today.
Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Well, we're going to dismiss. We're going to have some people up here in the front. Why don't you stand up with us? Is this born witness with your heart today? Is this spoken to where you're at in your heart, in your life today?